1: reading and studying running like naruto or as a fake when a pig
0: as you can see there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done so stick with us because what you do in pod it's gonna have some fun so stick with us because what you do in pod is gonna have some fun mom felipe oh. will and navi are making a podcast
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Whatcha Doin', your favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. Now let me introduce myself. I love to dance, and I'm quite good at it, unlike Jeremy. At least I like to tell myself. It is me, Felipe, and I'm not alone. I am joined by someone who has no candy in him, to my knowledge. William Davis. Will, how are you doing?
0: Uh, Actually, uh, we're recording on Easter. I've got plenty of candy in me right now
1: there is no um, candy in me though i have yeah. eaten a piece of string cheese for <laughs> i am uh st- stuck in an invisible box but uh <sighs> happy to be here happy to have you and as always we got our fabulous end credit she is our favorite skater as long as her skateboard has the union jack on it it is Navi. navi how are you doing
2: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, number one pro skater here. Uh, I mean, you
1: love Tony Hawk skate, the pro skating game, from what I can guess.
2: Yes, I, I do enjoy the Tony Hawk games. They're a lot of fun.
0: That first Tony Hawk game has such an iconic soundtrack.
2: The soundtracks are amazing on those games.
1: Yes. Really uh, got me into ska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know friend of the podcast, Jay, is having an existential crisis right now with their love of tony hawk because they are unsure if tony hawk is vaccinated or not and they can't find proof of it oh no but they want to believe that he's vaccinated because he's tony hawk mm-hmm. but uh jay does have a big love for tony hawk in their experience but they are also struggling because they would like proof of his vaccination status mm-hmm. um, but how's everyone doing these days doing great it's Been a couple of weeks since we chatted any anything new in the zoo no any new books you're reading navi
2: uh no no books just being a weeb and watching naruto how
1: i mean i mean we can wait this to the end but i want to get your naruto update how's how's it going how like if you give it a percentage how far along on your journey are you
2: Okay, so I'm on, I just finished the Pain Invasion arc for those who know what that is. So the, I'm at 175 of Ship It In and the first original Naruto had around 200 episodes, including the filler. And there's 500 episodes of Ship It In. So I'm almost halfway <laughs> through Ship you, it in. I don't know.
1: I believe in you, Navi. I hope by the end of 2022, we can hear that you have completed your project i i do know that uh i was like i found something on netflix let me send a photo of it to navi and i was like oh wait but i forgot she's doing her naruto minute her naruto run Mm -hmm.
2: yeah Uh, well the main reason i'm doing the naruto thing is so i can watch baruto and see mm -hmm. what his son is up to
1: because i already know what
2: naruto's been up to but
1: what's baruto
2: it's a basically a spin-off sequel series that follows naruto's son
1: oh Okay, okay. It's like the max goof of yeah. goofy. Yes. No. Uh, I sent Navi a screenshot that Code Lyoko is on Netflix, but I was like, I forgot she's doing the Naruto run um, right now. But yeah. So shall we get into this episode of Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. So uh, I just want to say this might be the first episode I remember nothing of, like completely both parts. I want to really? say that's not true because i don't know parts of it i want to say felt familiar but i could not like watching everything felt completely fresh
0: so the i think the general plots of these episodes i did not remember i the the mexican jewish cultural festival has been indelible in my brain for years
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, Okay. And- and then this like, is this is the first time they they announced the name of the organization Love Muffin.
1: Those are the two yes, things okay. I remember.
0: Muffin, but I would not Muffin. have been able to tell you that they come from these episodes.
1: I have lots of thoughts on the Jewish Mexican festival. However, Olay did make me cry. Olay, Olay. There was there yeah
0: there there were a lot. It was uh, at one point Candace said Oy, carumba. Um, yeah. They had the the dreidel maracas. Yeah. And it, it,
1: happy passover everyone it's the couple days past happy easter as will mentioned so i mean easter i thought you said weaster (laughs) what is that from
0: (laughs) i there's an episode of spongebob when patrick's like east
1: i thought you said weast i don't know i can't my spongebob memes have been off lately like i know some of them you know what movie i found out that i was very familiar with surprisingly like i knew i had seen it a ton but i could quote so much of it Emperor's New Groove. Like mm. I did not know I had that many Emperor's That's New a great Groove movie. Quotes mm-hmm. in my head. It is a great movie. Um, but like my friend... The
2: theme song is really great too, from what mm. I understand.
1: K-U-Z-K-O can't even spell. We'll wow. take the episode. Cusco, Cusco, go go. go, go. Go, go. Go go with this episode deep dive, please. <laughs> uh, so the episode
0: starts. Uh Phineas and Ferb are in the garage, but the garage is upside down. Uh, and Lawrence comes in the garage. He's like, "Is the garage upside down?" And he's like, "Yeah, we turned it upside down. We're looking for Ferb's skateboard." And he's like, "Oh, is it the one that's got the Union Jack on the bottom?" Uh, and they're like, "Yep, that's the one." And he's like, "All right, come with me. Turn the turn this back over and come with me." Uh, and they see that that uh, Ferb had actually left his skateboard in in England. Grandpa Fletcher has it. Um, and is, is doing lots of tricks on it and, and posting about it on his blog.
1: blog. Uh, Do you think he was a Tumblr guy? Ooh, yes. maybe. Um,
0: so the, the, this bit was funny because they, they find out that Grandpa Fletcher has the skateboard. So Phineas is like, oh, well, if you, if you uh, left the skateboard there, we can build this complicated machine that will transport any object from anywhere back to us uh, and Lawrence is like or you could just build another skateboard and he's like no we're we're gonna we're gonna build this ridiculous machine very 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 like Phineas to be doing the most
1: yeah he's doing the most
0: uh, at the same time uh, uh, Linda comes in and she's wearing some like this this big elaborate mexican dress uh i i think she might have the the dreidel maracas with her at the time um but she's tells tells uh candace that she's going to uh celebrate her friend vivian garcia shapiro at the mexican jewish cultural festival uh and she invites candace to come but but candace is is not down she wants to she wants to bust the brothers
1: Yeah. yeah she was, she was actually pretty, pretty close this time. I felt like I was proud of Candace. Yeah.
0: Uh, she, yeah, she definitely, definitely almost got him with this one. Uh, but we'll, we'll see later. This was a little bit, uh, frustrating, like, a, a, a funnily frustrating reason why, why Linda couldn't see it this time.
1: Yeah. No, uh, I loved it. Like, And then it gave me, it gave one of the, my favorite songs in a minute. uh, There is no candy in me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So Phineas and Ferb are are testing out the
0: machine uh, and Buford's got a, a, an apple on his head and he's like, you can't shoot this apple off my head. Okay. Um, William tell (laughs) Ferb, Ferb takes a picture of it. And, and the way the machine works is if you put a picture of something in the machine, that thing will just teleport to, to that thing. So the, the apple teleports off of Buford's head, but also some of his hair gets in the picture. So he gets kind of a little buzz cut out of it too.
1: Okay. But how do you, I, uh, me trying to find logic. What if the apple teleporter would have brought all the apples in the world to that, like that looked like that apple.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing it's because it was a picture of that specific yeah, okay. apple is, is, the way they do the technology.
1: Love it, love it, love it
0: um but then they they wanna uh try something even um more crazy uh and they wanna in in some uh mike t v ass shit uh they they transport all of buford uh but but there's like a fly in the picture of Buford, so he like merges with the fly like in like jeff jeff Goldblum in the fly.
1: I have never seen the fly
0: i haven't either it's just one of those one of those pieces of culture that is is there uh but then they they uh like install some fly filter and and buford's totally fine after that yeah uh then they then they're like oh now it's finally time to get the skateboard back they take a picture of uh or they they take the picture that that um uh, they they took earlier or the, the picture posted to the blog uh, and and they try to zoom in on the skateboard, but they don't zoom in enough. So, so the grandpa's legs are still in the picture and his legs transport with him. So he's just sitting there without legs for a little while. Mm-hmm. I
1: had so many concerns for Grandpa Fletcher in this moment. Um, like, A, okay, is that not painful? I guess if it was a clean thing. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, and then when he like gets it reattached, like how is he gonna fix them? Because he comes back in the future and his legs are fine. Yeah, right? they
0: when, when they send the they send his legs back and they're they're turned around backwards.
1: Yeah, And, yeah. and then also Grandma Fletcher takes out the like wine quirks from her nose, like the nose plugs, and then his feet return and she doesn't put them back in. Like I'm, I have so many questions, but. Um, maybe he. Maybe they washed his feet whenever, whenever they, <laughs> they they took them with them. Yeah, man but should no. wash his feet more often. That just sounds painful. Also, like get a Also, I want to know what they thought. Like happened. Like, what their. Were they like I wonder why this happened why me like I don't know
0: yeah I don't know I I, I mean maybe th- they should just suspect that oh if we're we're related to Phineas and Ferb then something wild's gonna happen but
1: no one knows but, about their shenanigans actually no lawrence kind of knows about their shenanigans but mm-hmm. well, they should definitely be more concerned yeah grandpa Fletcher seek help please you should be more concerned about your physical being <laughs> uh so
0: Isabella comes to the backyard, asks what they're doing, um, and they're they're doing a big experiment. With he's, he said, "We're quote doing an experiment with the half pipe and their transporter." And there's this this huge huge half pipe. Um, there's a little funny sight gag where it's high enough that a bird could crash into it, but Ferb like pulls this lever to open a trap door for the bird to just fly through, so it doesn't crash into mm-hmm. the half pipe. Um, but then in, in a moment of absolute danger for like goes off this huge half pipe with nothing planned, uh, like planning to land on nothing. Uh, but then they just get the teleporter to teleport him to the ground and make him safe. What
1: if Phineas missed the shot?
0: Yeah. There was no background.
1: What if the, the thing stopped working and malfunctioned? What if, I don't know. So many what ifs. That could yep. be an episode of season two of Marvel's What If? What if Ferb didn't get? His what if Ferb day? died? <laughs> 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 I feel like what if Phineas and Ferb is not a bad idea. Like, mm-hmm. can't I would like some money if you do that, but feel free sure to take that idea. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: did, did you see, see the? Did you send me the TikTok <laughs> that was the the crossover between? Finnish uh, and Urban, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. We, should we an uh, so w- one of yeah. uh, one of Dan Povenmire's daughter's friends was the daughter of the creator of Lilo and Stitch, who also oh. does the voice of Stitch. Mm-hmm. So there was there was uh, something where the uh, like fifth grade
1: camping trip sort of thing. Yeah, they they,
0: they were like the chaperones on the camping trip, and they were singing a duet between Doofenshmirtz and Stitch in the characters' voices.
2: Oh, that's awesome! That's I think nice. Stitch would, would uh, fit right in in Alka.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, Agent S, Agent 626, mm-hmm. Six Two um, Six, actually. Um. So then, then uh, we see we see Candace um, sees this happen, and and like us, very concerned that Ferb is going to hurt himself. Uh, so she goes to the to the cultural festival to convince Linda to come back. Uh, and we get the we get the song of the the Mexican Jewish cultural festival here. Um, what do we what do we think about this festival? Is this offensive?
1: My gut says it's offensive. I mean, especially like the caricature of like the Latin stereotypes that I feel like I can speak on a little bit. Like I felt mm-hmm. like a little some of those were offensive. I can't speak to the Jewish representation in this moment. I thought it was funny, like the Mexican stuff, but like at the same time, I also know there's like there were a lot of, like, jokes that were, like, kind of, like, the easy cartoon TV jokes that they lend Mm -hmm. themselves to. Um, I'm curious to wonder, like, who in the room, like, was Mexican or at least Latino, and then also who in the creative process was Jewish, but uh, that said, like, despite the problematic nature that I felt, I still enjoyed it, but it's also, like, partially my, not my culture, but, like, some Latin culture, so I feel like difficult feelings to describe.
0: Like, yeah, I I like I certainly don't know enough about either of these. Like, cultures it's not as bad as the uh,
1: Bollywood Baljeet mm-hmm. episode thing. I I, think...
0: I I will say I do like the idea of being able to celebrate people who come from multiple cultures yeah. and and mixed cultures, and I and I I would like to think that's the intent behind it. Yeah. Um and i like i I don't know enough to know if if these are offensive caricatures or if they're they're closer to yeah. a celebration of that
1: um so yeah, uh, I, I, yeah if
0: if someone if someone tells
1: me that this is this is something horribly offensive yes, please please do please. um yeah, I someone did, from
2: the mexican Jewish community hit us up
1: for sure um I can probably find someone in my Mexican friend catalog I just need to go through but uh, I did like. After I watched the episode last night, I did look it up a little bit. I found this uh, our Judaism thread about uh, the song, and then all I saw was like, "Oh, it's me! It's me! It's me!" Like, Mm -hmm. and that was like the responses. Um, There wasn't a ton of responses, Uh, and also I don't really know how to use Reddit, so I Mm -hmm. may not have looked that deeply. But yeah, so I think some people like I definitely appreciate the representation, like for those kids that where like I remember there was a kid in high school that he used to say he was jurican because he was jewish and puerto rican Mm. and Mm -hmm. i mean it's like the (laughs) the pizza bagel thing have you have i said to that tiktok Mm, yeah yeah like there is like these people like who have multiple cultures um just for navi's context uh, there's this woman on tiktok that is people are stitching together the her first quote um and it's like uh, i'm half italian half jewish so people call me a pizza bagel um (laughs) And then th- there was one that my friend Anjali sent me that was, uh, 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 I'm uh, someone stitched it and it's like, I'm half Indian, half Pakistani. So my parents called me 1947 when they got divorced. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a really good joke. <laughs>
1: uh yeah so uh but like so people are like making the meme but uh yeah i don't know like i i think the mexican things are like the easy stereotypes that they could have picked but i also mm-hmm. know they're rooted in mexico culture a lot of the stereotypes mm-hmm. um that like i was became- i i'm fairly sure that
0: dan pavenmeyer's
1: wife is
0: latina mexican of some sort i think i think she's mexican but i'm not i'm
1: not 100% sure yeah. i know his daughter is like super ginger <laughs> because mm-hmm. she's been on tiktok a couple times with him mm-hmm. i don't know much about his family life otherwise though but yeah that's just my thoughts if anyone wants to give their feedback we would appreciate it and we'll read it on air mm-hmm. um but it's also uh, the weaker song compared to candy and me I, I thought i thought this was a fun song actually it was a fun song but you can't beat there is no candy in me I don't know. That the like that has lived rent free in my mind for almost 24 hours now. Mhm. I think they're both solid. I think they're both solid.
0: Um, let's see. So, at the festival, uh Candace keeps trying to rush Linda to come home. Um, but then she's like, "Oh wait, they have this thing that can that can transport her there if I can just get a picture of her then then she'll get transported there." So she gets she gets a picture of Linda and takes it back. Uh, and Linda is like in the process of trying to hit the pinata. Uh, so she's blindfolded whenever she gets teleported back. Uh, and she, she hits a button on, on, uh, something that causes, uh, the machine to explode. So she doesn't actually see the thing, even though she's like, she gets teleported through the thing is standing nearby it. But since she's blindfolded, doesn't see it. Um, yeah. And that's 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 kind of it for the Phineas the and Firm and Candace plot, I think.
1: Candace was so close. So close. Oh. Uh I do like when Mrs. Garcia Shapiro Candice was venting to her and she was like, have a burrito, Candace. A matzo ballrito. <laughs> the matzo nachos in the background of the song. I was like, oh. Um I could fuck with some of those. Mm-hmm. Um Lancelot asked me earlier this week what is a food that has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor and I feel like nachos is a good answer right
0: nachos nachos is pretty good for for wide range pizza can have a pretty low
1: floor too yeah Mm -hmm.
0: I yeah
2: I I was gonna say probably pizza
1: yeah Lancelot said steak which I could see I could see that too yeah I I was also Thinking a quesadilla, which I will eat any quesadilla, but uh, like if they're like, there's like great quesadillas, and there's mm-hmm. like, I quesadilla.
0: think I think quesadilla will have a a lower ceiling than some of the other things. Mm. Um, it's I, I like, I think it has like a a very healthy good. It's it's easy to make a good quesadilla, or it's it's there are a lot of good quesadillas. It's really hard to elevate that quesadilla past past this is good to like this is something elite
1: yeah that's fair yeah well someone we brought up nachos so i was yeah nachos,
0: that's that's a good that's a good that's a good pull. Mm-hmm. um i actually had some some uh what i call i actually i think sam gave me the term bachelor nachos for for lunch
1: are those just like microwave tortilla chips with yeah, cheese? yeah i i've never heard that term but yeah that's like been a staple of mine since i was yeah, a kid it's great Add uh, it, add some uh, garlic
0: salt to it. It Really, really elevates it. Garlic mm-hmm. salt, chili powder, uh, even some tahini if you're feeling tahini. It's great.
1: Tahini, al Uh mm-hmm.
0: yes. <laughs> uh, um. Anything else on the Phineas Ferb Candace plot before we jump over to the the Perry and Doof plot?
2: Perry and Doof plot. Uh, That's so not even
1: the... It's Tahani Al Jamil. Okay, I was like, did right. I mess up her last name? No, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, her,
0: her and it's weird. Her character's it, last name is very close to her real life. Yeah, because
1: I was like, did I say her last name or her character's last name? And yeah, her. her character's last name is Tahani.
0: Her character's last name is Al Jamil, but her hmm. real last name is just Jamil.
1: Yeah. I was just going to, I meant to say tahini and then you mm. said tahini. I was like, fuck I got No,
0: ta- have... tahine, T-A-J-I-N. Yeah. It's the like like chili lime spice. Maybe that, like that some old bay. Of
1: mm, um, yeah. Nachos. Mm-hmm. My friend puts old bay on his popcorn. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Anyways, if you want to hear more about Will talking about cooking. Yeah, I'll, I'll plug that later. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, so the, the Perry and Doof plot is kind of short. Uh, uh, Doofenshmirtz is uh being oh uh, so so he has trapped all the mimes in the tri-state area in invisible boxes with his Mimeinator. Uh, and it's because th- this was another thing I remembered from Finney's Ferb that I would not have been able to tell you what episode it came from. Uh, whenever Doofenshmirtz refers to his his posture as mantis-like just the way he's like hunched over um so there he's like there was one day i was walking through the park and i thought everyone was looking at me and laughing and it's because they were because he was being mimicked by a mime so he he's vowing to get revenge against against all mimes how do
1: y'all feel have y'all ever seen a mime in real life i have not no i've seen clowns in real life not mimes i don't (laughs) think so
2: i haven't either and i i don't want to
1: yes yeah
0: i've also not seen a mime i don't know if i've seen a clown but i know uh i was out celebrating with some friends on wednesday night because one of my friends uh just defended his thesis uh so we were we were out uh and one guy was like moving his car uh from one one side of the street to the other side of the street uh, and while he was walking to his car, he apparently saw four clowns uh oh, and I didn't see the run. clowns. But apparently there were four clowns that um in. but Send uh, my best clowns scary
1: stuff <laughs> so duven he he has this miminator wait is, I think I maybe have seen like mimes in disneyland in disney world has there ever hmm. been a, like is there a mime character? no oh,
0: I guess so there are some like. Some of those like human statue street yeah, performers that's not, are mm-hmm. kind of mimey. Yeah. I've, I, I've seen some of those. I prefer yeah. the
1: memes to the mimes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But do you hate them enough that you would trap them all in, in invisible boxes?
1: As long as Mr. Mime is protected, then yes. Mr. Mime
0: is frightening.
1: <sighs> Navi, break the tie.
2: Uh, Mr. Mime, yeah, he is very scary. Though I will say the, um, I don't know if it was the Alolan one or the Galarian one. They-
0: Galarian, Galarian, Mr. Mime is, is funny. I will, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that.
2: He's yeah, got like, like the top hat. Yes. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Doof Insurance also traps Perry in an invisible box at some point. Uh, and the way he gets out is is through this this uh, transporter that Phineas and Ferb made. Um, and then uh, the, the way Perry stops Doofenshmirtz is by taking the picture of the Miminator and putting it into the machine. So the Miminator gets transported to them and then Linda hits the self-destruct button on the Miminator. And that's, that's how it blows up and blows up all of Phineas and Ferb's work as well.
1: And that's kind of it. Again, Candace was so close. This was, was this the closest Candace has ever been.
0: Uh, other than like her dreams where she actually did bust them. Yeah.
1: Uh
0: maybe. Definitely I would up say there. So. Yeah.
1: I was rooting for Candace in this moment. I was like, oh, she's so close. Is this because like then at the beginning of the episode we see that Lawrence doesn't care? So it's like even more justification for Candace. Like mm-hmm. Lawrence knows that they're like doing these shenanigans. But anyways. Um but if thanks.
2: anything the, that should like deter her being like well i mean if my parents don't care then what's the point
1: True
0: I think uh, that's it for me for this episode any any last yeah. thoughts before we go to a musical break
1: Uh just if you are listening and you have thoughts on the the Mexican Jewish cultural festival um like let us know especially if you are Mexican and Jewish or just both, or both I guess yeah um but also this episode made me hungry mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's crazy
2: of Candice to not want to go to the Mexican cultural festival I
1: want to go to one
2: like yeah like uh, the food there would be amazing I'm yeah. I'm glad that she got her matzo burrito or whatever
1: one of the things I did see in the art Reddit, besides that to me is like oh this is basically if you live in San Diego and I was like I'll go there Uh, Yeah. Anyways, William, what are we doing now? Musical break?
0: Musical break. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) It's all the mother, sisters. We've, we neglected to talk about there's no candy in me, I just realized. Oh, but. yeah,
0: because uh, Linda is, like, hitting the the piñata, and so Belchit thinks she's trying to hit him, and he's like, no, please don't, I there's no candy in me, and they do, like, a little beatbox number.
1: Yeah, um, and then Buford jumps up and says, there's no candy in the nerd, or the nerd is empty, or something like that. But yeah, that's not what we're talking about at this exact moment. Actually, it is what we're talking about at this exact moment. I don't know what words mean. Um uh can I sorry, just to go back to the last episode. Was his uncle Malik supposed to be a reference to the actor? Uh
0: that's what it said on on uh, the wiki. Yeah, cuz okay.
1: yeah, the the voice actor who
0: voices Balji, his name is Malik. So he says, "Oh, I have my my uncle Malik." And that, that 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 bit was funny too. I forgot to mention that. Where, yeah. where he's like, Oh, I was I, I found my Uncle Malik. He's like, I he's was just, just on, on vacation.
1: vacation. Yes. Um, but yeah, so this episode, the summary is basically Candace wants Jeremy to participate in a show and he doesn't know how to dance. And then Dufish Merz creates love muffin. That's the short version, but let's get into mm-hmm. the details. Um, so Candace and Stacey are watching their totally favorite TV show. Called uh, Let's All Dance Until We're Sick. And they're like, Jeremy, I wanna show you something impossibly important here. Um, and they announced that the show is coming to Danville. And Candace's like, Yeah, we are, I already entered us. And Jeremy's like anxious. So he goes to get some air. And the girls think he's excited, but he's actually very, very nervous. He tells Phineas and Ferb, uh, who they don't know what they're gonna do yet today. And Jeremy comes outside and Phineas is like, You should watch Ferb. And Ferb does these like, Crazy dance moves, um, and he moonwalks up a tree. Yes, his classic. He does that at the end of the episode as well. So, um, and he's like, "Ferb can teach you." And Jeremy's like, "There's no way I can learn that by tonight." So Phineas is like, "Ferb, I know what we're gonna do today." And um, yeah, he unveils the invention, the Ferb Alistic Groovatron Nine Thousand. Which, we th- what do we think of the name?
0: It, it reminds me of uh, like a, like a Sierra lyric.
1: Yeah. Supersonic, hypnotic, hypnotic automatic, funky, fresh. <laughs> yeah. That's a great song. If I didn't have a list of pop culture plugs already, that would be my pop culture mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so uh, they, it's an exoskeleton basically. So Jeremy can just like wear it as like a back brace. And Ferb is going to wear the special suit. And then he'll just mimic whatever Ferb's uh, actions are. So, um, yeah. So, you go to the, the what's it called? The, the Let's Dance Until You're Sick show. Yeah. Um, and Candace is like, Jeremy, we're going to win. And Jeremy's kind of nervous. Um, they go to the dance floor where Nikki Stars explains the rules. Who is this a parody of? Because I think it was Emma from Big Brother UK. Excuse me, but that's obviously not a reference to her. That was before her time. So Navi,
0: is this like a like a so you think you can dance like a like a cat dealy?
1: But a British cat dealy, yeah. Um, which I have now worked on. So you think you can dance? <laughs> yeah, I can tell you after my feelings on so you think you can dance. Um,
2: Ooh, is
0: cat yeah. dealy not already British?
1: I didn't know she was British. I've never seen the show, and I have not met her. Mm. yeah um it's not really like gossip about the show itself it's about like specific individuals but Mm -hmm. not not like talent like behind the scenes people um not not
0: uh matthew
1: morrison (laughs) no i really want to meet mr Mm -hmm. Shu and ask him about if he thinks mr Shu should be in jail i want to know his opinions uh and then uh megan uh maggie bass who we also have to get on this podcast at some point yes he, he was like can you, can you uh, ask JoJo Siwa to, like, talk and film it? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, everybody, my name is JoJo Siwa. I don't do a good JoJo Siwa impression, but there was someone on TikTok that does a great JoJo Siwa impression. Mm-hmm. Well, do you do any JoJo Siwa impressions? I, I'm i not going to try. I, don't I think, think I, I could. could, like, get it down if I listen to her more, but... Uh, yeah. I, in order
0: to... Uh, I think all of my best voices, I have to start practicing them whenever I've been studying for a while.
1: Studying their voices or studying your math? Uh, Option three.
2: Uh, studying at the club. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 yes.
1: How could I forget one of our most iconic references? Um, happy
0: I was doing a pretty good Mickey Mouse voice the other day.
2: Oh, yeah. hi, everybody.
0: The 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 I, I'm not gonna tell the whole joke, but the joke about uh, Mickey and Minnie in in uh, marriage counseling.
2: Oh shit. my friend
1: has a spec script that is very chaotic that I will share with you afterwards. It's like Kingdom Keepers, or like Mickey Mouse was like an abusive husband. It was Weird. Like, yeah, I'll tell you after. It's like a wild script. Um, so you're just spilling all this tea here yeah um <laughs> uh and then Phoenix and ferb are backstage and they're ready to help jeremy um so while we're here should we do the dupe and plot interspliced with this one because i feel like it's kind of connected but it's also like very sure. separate i don't know i don't i don't know i need help making this decision what do y'all think Yeah, go ahead. Let's do it now. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. Turn it back now, y'all. Um, so uh, Perry the Platypus receives his briefing from Major Monogram because Duke Insurance has been buying the entire Tri-State area supply of potatoes, bacon, and chopped green onions. A recipe for evil. Literally. So he leaves the headquarters to investigate, and Perry flies to Duke Insurance Evil Incorporated! And it's taken in by a large robotic arm, and we see our Himbo-Norm. Himbo-Norm. Himbot. Himbot. When was the last time we saw Norm? Was it that episode with Nicole? Uh, was maybe. Nor- no, Norm was in the episode that we did with Chappelle, the Duphania. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nicole loves the Himbot-Norm, but uh, he is captured on a platform, and uh, he discovers that Doof and, Sh- Doof and Schmertz and Norm I almost said Doof and Schmertz, uh, like two different people. Doof and Norm are preparing a potluck picnic and press conference because Doof is upset. Doof is also upset that the recipe, which Norm says, well, next time you can do all the cooking and I'll come up with the evil plans that ultimately fail. He dragged Doof in that moment, but um, Doof said, you're cutting me deep. Um, And he decides to leave Perry, trapped on a platform to meet his doom, but uh, Perry is like able to slide out of the shackles because they were not uh, built for scale or like to trap him, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so then they go to the potluck. Uh, Doofenshmirtz and Norm um, do tells everyone to be patient because he has gathered the all the villains locally, um, and uh, he explains love muffin, but. Rodney, as Doof calls him, um, or as his government name is Aloysi Everhart, Elizabeth Otto Wolfgang, Hypatia Gunther, Galen Gary Cooper, von Rodenstein, uh, becomes his nemesis in this uh, meeting, and Doof just tells him that uh, he's here to reveal the existence of the League of Villainous Evildoers, maniacally united for frightening investments in naughtiness. Uh, which Dr. Blood Pudding asks, you want us to be called Love Muffin, which we'll reference earlier. Yeah. Yeah. How Love Muffin was born. I feel like all these cartoons had like this like meetup of the Rose Gallery, which is obviously like the common from like the superheroes, but like I remember mm-hmm. Jimmy Neutron did it, Danny Phantom did it. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like all these like villains. Um, is this our introduction to Dr. Rodney or um
0: I think he's had cameos before. I I saw. So yeah, like yeah. he's he's like been in episodes but he hasn't talked.
1: He's so fugly. can I just be honest?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he's evil.
1: Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure he's in the Marvel one, but I'm not positive. Uh oh, he had a cameo in The Bully Code, but Nerdy Dancing is his first um mm-hmm. like thing and we learned that he's a ballerina, a trained ballerina um so yeah so uh no one is there for the press conference which is frustrating um so dr diminutive tells them that they're all covering the let's all dance until we're sick contest and doof is like well if they won't come for us we'll go to them and they all leave to the dance show just as perry arrives and he follows them so the the evil scientists barge in on the contest to try to get the press's attention to no avail they're all dancing um they they have to start dancing um so doof and rodney are like okay we got to do the best dances but i'm the better dancer no i'm the better dancer it kind of happens um so they all start dancing and trying to speak to the camera but the camera keeps shutting off uh perry gets there and is told by major monogram that he has to stop them all um so their message won't go out and so they won't ruin what has become his and carl's favorite show um what is your go-to dance move while I take a sip of water?
0: Uh, you ever see uh, Impractical Jokers when Sal's doing the double dutch? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh,
1: that's one of my go-to moves, the double dutch. Navi, is yours called the reading the book where you just stand there and like boom, boom?
2: Yeah, basically. I- I'm not a dancer per se. I'll sometimes attempt to do the robot, but I'm not robotic enough to do the robot, so it ends up failing uh, but that's the extent of my uh, dancing expertise
1: you gotta call in the Eggman to become more robotnik you see what i did there <laughs> has anyone else seen sonic 2 yet i have not i know sam did sam dm me i have thoughts and i'll get back um to you a d- days, Robot- d- is <laughs> uh
2: dr stone back and is like the bromance still on that's all i want to know
1: dr stone's the guy who went and yeah, like or agent stone right his yeah assistant? yeah he's back
2: okay good that was my favorite part of the movie was their uh their relationship he
1: runs a coffee mean he runs Aww. a coffee mean until because it's mean coffee um yeah uh loved knuckles and love natasha rothwell like but also i had fun mm. uh, yeah, we Sha- got a natasha Roth- rothwell is great the queen uh and then uh we also got a john ralphio cameo because obviously ben schwartz was the sonic and in the first like 10 minutes he's like this is the worst mm-hmm. and i was like shout out my guy john Rafio uh, speaking of john now navi i finished the after party we got to discuss later
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so uh where were we oh jeremy and candace these two lovebirds they're singing they're dancing they're doing well uh what, this also this also gave me a silver linings playbook vibes um for anyone who's <laughs> seen that movie uh so anyways, contestants start getting eliminated and tell, including Rodney and Dr. Doof multiple times. Candace is like, we got to kick it up a notch. So Jeremy looks over at Ferb who gives him a thumbs up which Jeremy does not reciprocate despite it being Ferb's gesture. So loophole. Well, I'm, I'm guessing he hasn't turned the suit on yet. Oh. It's
0: mm-hmm. like Ferb's got to walk
1: over there and then walk back. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You threw off my groove, Will. Um, but not so. Jeremy's groove. That's nope. just
0: getting turned on
1: but Jeremy is doing well with the solo moves and then also when he gets partnered with Candace and I was like okay come on Ferb Um, so Doof is dancing not far from them attempting talking to the camera but he and Ronnie continue getting eliminated and uh, pushing dancers out of the way to take their places Uh, but time and time again they get like eliminated despite all their abuse on the dancers uh perry also helps the judges by semi-violently i love that description eliminating the other scientist concerts there's there's one moment that it's like the guy's doing the whoop whoop and then the mm-hmm. thing falls he um, drops a whole disco ball on yeah. on doofenshmirtz and and rodney yeah. shout out lawrence uh walker from insecure with the whoop whoop. um yeah so um yeah so then uh Stacey is in the audience. She's cheering for Jeremy and Candace. She throws a bouquet out to them, and a bee flies out of it, heads backstage, circling Ferb as he swats at it, and Jeremy has to do it uh, because he does the swatting move that Ferb does. (laughs) (laughs) This thing. And that's going to be my new dance move at the club. Um, And they all love the dance move. And because Doof and Rodney are knocking out dancers, and Perry is eliminating the scientists, the judges also have only a couple left, so Jeremy is the only one left on stage and Ferb hasn't finished off with an impressive dance move ending with a split. Um, question. If Ferb had done a backflip in that moment and it was connected to Jeremy, would Jeremy, mm. Jeremy would have done the backflip despite them having different body weights?
0: I would guess probably uh, just because that, that uh, uh, exoskeleton is probably pretty strong. I That's mean, true. if it's already moving Jeremy around. Yeah. I, I don't know i would guess probably
1: probably anyways Kat dealy aka nikki stars is so impressed by jeremy's moves that she invites him to dance on the show every week how candace is like oh my god jeremy you got to do it so we'll be dancing stars and jeremy's like honestly it wasn't me like shaggy it was ferb mm-hmm. um he it's the reveals the exoskeleton they all gasp and Jeremy pulls the curtains back, and it's Ferb, who declares his work is done, dances up a hole, and goes up the moonwalk and gets a perfect 10-10-10 from the judges. Uh, and Jeremy apologizes to Candace, and Candace says that she doesn't mind if Jeremy can't dance. She just wanted to have fun and dance until they were sick. And Jeremy admits he is feeling a little dizzy, and Candace tells him, oh, let's go, let's leave the studio, and they re- reaffirm their attraction to each other. Mm-hmm. Finally, the scientists are all seen in the intensive care unit, after perry's mission is successful and doof says they should have called it let's all dance until we're in intensive care boom and then at the end ferb does a little dancing in the credits yeah and that's that's it um what's that so i have some background information on this episode thanks to the phineas and ferb wiki mm-hmm. uh love muffin was heard on the radio disney premiere of the soundtrack so oh. yeah, that's fun huh. um also, there's a Dan Pavanmayer cartoon look-alike in the, as the cameraman. Um, oh, I didn't notice I'll have to go back and re-watch. It's the guy who sheds a tear when they all get when Ferb gets tens. Um, huh. and yeah. So also I found out trivia from the last episode in Latin America instead of the Mexican Jewish Cultural Fair, it was called the Mexican-Israeli Cultural Fair. But that's hmm. that's what we got for these two episodes? Any final thoughts on this dancing feet? That's a good song, "Dancing Feet" by Kaigo and Dance D N C. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. I, I I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I think this is a a, a pretty good Candice episode too. Yep,
1: yeah. uh, I would say like I was kind of bored at times. Like I was like hoping the Doof plot would pick it up, but Ronnie was getting on my nerves. But like overall, like with a little bit of time separating me in the episode, I'm like. I don't know this was a fun episode. In the moment when I was kind of like, "Yeah, I was, I was enjoying my mac and cheese more than paying attention to the episode." it mm-hmm. was no Will Davis mac and cheese, but it sufficed. Anyways, are we good for a musical break? Yeah. Let's yeah. It.
2: Ooh, it's starting.
1: There is no candy in me. There is no candy in me. I am just a little boy. There is no candy in me. Your mother is my so she cannot see. She attacked me with a the bag, there is no candy in me. Nerd ain't no pinata. And we are back. So what's up in the feedback? All right, oh, so I was gonna I was supposed to test out my, my new return it was supposed to be and we are feedback anyways. there you go
0: the, you're editing you've, you've yeah. said it
1: once Ugh. anyways Navi what's new with you in the feedback section
2: yeah so first off uh, just to like refresh people because it's been a hot minute if you want to send in feedback you can either tweet us at what you do in pod or email us at what you do in pod at gmail.com. Uh, as for our feedback here, we got our regular here, Giovanni, um, and the one email that he sent, it was basically asking, uh, you know, who's the best dancer out of the three? And I think we kind of touched on this earlier. I'm usually the worst dancer. Um,
1: and then between me and Will? Yeah. Will, what do you think? Um,
0: I it, it depends on how much I've been studying.
1: I'll say that. <laughs> okay. I th- yeah i think I'll, I'll claim it uh it would be uh unkind to my people if i said i wasn't a good dancer i have very good rhythm i will say that um tone deaf yes good rhythm though i got that so i don't know there doesn't need to be a best we can all equally be good at dancing in different ways navia is good at the book dancing um yeah i don't know book dancing Turning the pages, isn't that kind of like dancing? Yeah.
0: I'm going to say no, but... Uh, Navi is know. the book expert.
2: Uh, well, I've never danced with the book before, so I couldn't tell you.
1: Okay, well, we should bring up the fact that uh, DJ Matt Bennett from Victoria. So uh, for years, yeah. my dream has been to open up a club that plays like Disney throwback music. And DJ mm-hmm. Batman B- from Victoria not only stole my idea, I want some payment because there is Twitter evidence that I've been tweeting about it for years. Uh, but yeah, but he's also only doing it on the East Coast, which, what the fuck? If you want to use my idea, you have to at least invite me to it in Los Angeles. So, but that is uh, that is where you'll see me go hard at that club event. Cool. Anyways, Navi, continue. Uh,
2: I think that was the all the feedback we had for this week so why don't we move on to our segments here uh so first off uh do these songs make the playlist uh why don't we start off with uh everyone's faves uh or at least mine and felipe's fave uh i have no candy in me
1: yeah i thought it was fun it it makes a playlist for me
0: yeah i don't know what what uh context i would listen to it in but uh, uh i thought it was fun
1: a kid's birthday party where they're swinging at a piñata. Oh my God. Did I bring this up last time? The the TikTok or the Twitter video I saw, the little girl um, dressed as Selena and the piñata was of Yolanda. No. <laughs> Selena was on top or, or Selena
0: was an inspiration on Top Chef last week. Uh,
1: bitty Selena's bitty bum sister bum. was
0: on Top Chef. Um, they, they had a challenge where they were honoring uh, iconic Texas? Texas
1: women. It's in Houston this season. Uh, yeah. We love, we love Selena.
2: Yeah.
1: bamba, como la flor, con tanto amor. Check out Felipe Sings on your bingo card. Okay.
2: Um, so for me personally, there is no candy in me is number two obviously nothing can beat my hottest friend um (laughs) and uh i i think it beats out your little baby because you know uh i just am a fan of the meme songs i guess Mm -hmm. uh moving on to the mexican jewish uh cultural festival what do we think about that one
0: i i thought the song bit of it hit for me it was a fun
1: song that said it could be uh knocked down a few points for cultural appropriation at times but uh let's wait for someone from the jewish perspective or the mexican perspective or both writes in to like fully give our feedback on it but i enjoyed it yeah and now i want nachos
2: all right what about let's all dance until we're sick
0: that one's a pass for me. Yeah.
2: I cannot tell you. I, I do I, not I, remember. It
0: was it was the, the theme song to the TV show. No, I know it, I know what just okay. it, I just
1: don't remember the song itself. Like
2: mm, yeah. There's also a, the evil hand rap. A lot of rapping this episode.
1: Again, I don't remember
2: it. Um yeah, so I think that's about it for the songs. Um, in terms of uh the pass fail grade for Doof and Schmerz, um do his inventions make the, the cut for uh, Dr. Havardi Dr. Havarlik? Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, what do we think about um, I would the just the reveal of the uh, love muffin or whatever be considered uh, I guess the part of the the I guess. best in- inventions maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah i think i think the the like fact that he put together the group is impressive, but the rollout of it and their whole plan was was uh not it it flopped it was a flop
2: yes this does not this does not impress his professor what did do you think felipe
1: honestly it's a PowerPoint presentation basically. So maybe it does. Maybe that was the assignment for the week. Who knows? I don't know. That's just my like, I don't think she cares that much. She's just doing it if she does if it doesn't impress her it's only for the grade.
2: All right. What about the miminator?
1: I think this this hits
0: exactly that that level of petty and impressive that I think this this one is a yes for me. I agree. Uh-huh.
2: Mhm. Okay. You must impress my professor. Okay. So moving on to Phineas and Ferb's antics and whether they are better than reading. Uh, how does uh, transporting any object um, around the world to their backyard, as long as they have a picture of it, uh, is that better than reading for you?
0: I think the, the transportation is better than reading, but the fact that they use it on like skateboard stunts, I'm out on.
1: I want this machine badly. That's all I'll say.
2: See, I would, but the thing is, I don't take enough pictures of well, like, Navi, my belongings. You could get Three a lot shots. of shots. <laughs> you could get a lot
1: of good food that way. Yep. Also, uh, Navi, if you're ever needing a book from the library, you can just like download the PDF of the cover art, put it in the thing, and then I'll bring you the book. And huh. uh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of ways to make loopholes with this thing, so that's why I want it. Also, I could take a picture of Will and put it here, and he could be hanging out with me. And then he could go home at the end of the day. So it's like, if I'm ever bored, and I want to hang out with a friend, and they're busy, not busy, and they they want to hang out with me, instead of getting on Zoom, we can hang out in person. Yeah. You probably got to get their consent to be teleported. No, huh? for sure, yeah. I'm, I am not <laughs> Wanda. I will... Ask for consent.
2: Mm-hmm. And what do we think about the verbal verbalistic Groovatron nine <laughs> thousand?
0: I think the, I think the machine itself was cool. Uh, being in the dance contest is kind of math for me, but I, I think the machine itself was
1: very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, would you still feel all the soreness afterwards? like if, if it was like used for running, if Fred was like, I want to run a marathon and you can run with me. Would you feel the soreness I think, it's no, I think your it's not not I think it's not your muscles doing the work is the thing, but it's still like I don't think it's attached to your feet unless like it's right very-
0: yeah, like your feet would be sore from contacting the ground so much, but it's not like my leg muscles causing me to run,
1: but you're still running,
0: yeah, so yeah my my feet would be sore, but my legs would not be as sore mm. like i it it's like the difference between me moving and someone moving me i'm not doing the
1: work
2: as long as there's consent yeah all right well why don't we move on to our episode rankings here and just to refresh you all on the tiers here so the candace tiers are queen of mars which is best of the best episodes yummy 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 which are above average episodes Okay, which are like okay or average episodes. Satellite Felt to Earth, which is your below average episodes. And then um, uh, Busted are the worst, most terrible or boring episodes of the show. So why don't we start off with Picture This? Uh, who wants to take this one first?
0: I put this one in yummy, yummy, yummy. Second from the top tier. I think this was a really fun episode. I the the cultural festival scenes. I like there's no candy in me. I like the Mime and Hater. Uh, this is this is a
1: solid episode.
2: Hmm. Felipe, what about you? Where do you have this episode? I
1: am also gonna put it in. Uh, yummy, yummy, yummy. That's where I feel like I'm landing today. Um. Yeah. I I think the machine was really cool. I thought, you know, Candy and Me was a bop. I thought Candace was on her A game in terms of her episodes. Like she's trying to bust them, but she's not like being annoying about it. She's like, and there was like even some funny moments like where candace like the <gasps> at like do you know what i'm talking about i don't remember how to describe it but like when she like gets excited and mm-hmm. someone says like have a burrito i think is that is that exact moment it's but, like hyperventilating yeah. or something yeah but it's like in a funny way so mm-hmm. and it's like even funny as a gif if you like froze it and like took one so mm-hmm. yeah picture this
2: yeah. So I also put picture this in yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, I agree with you both. This is a really good episode of the show. I think both plots were pretty compelling. I was not necessarily bored by either. So I think that's good. Uh, why don't we move on to nerdy dancing? Uh, Will, I see you've already put your ranking for this one. So why don't you start us off on it?
0: Yeah, I have, this is an okay episode. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's decent. It, it like, it's fun. I like seeing Love Muffin for the first time. It's a not quite as exciting as the last one. A little bit boring at times, uh, but it was
2: it was okay. Mm-hmm. And Felipe, what about you? I know you had some conflicting. Yeah,
1: thoughts. I'm still a little conflicted. Like right now, I feel like I want to put it in okay because I feel like our conversation elevated it. Um, to me, like when I finished the episode yesterday, I was like willing, I was ready to put it in Satellite Fell to Earth, but like right now, I'm leaning towards okay. I will say, like, I, there were parts of the first half of the plot where I was like, okay, just get to the doof plot, and then the doof plot wasn't as enthralling as I wanted it to be, but there mm-hmm. are some funny jokes, maybe I'll hear what Navi thinks, and I'm, like, not committed fully to saying okay until I hear what she thinks, but I, I'm very much, like, feeling okay at this moment about the episode.
2: Yeah, so I I actually really like this episode. I like that it was uh, Jeremy-focused, for one. And it was Jeremy's
1: insecurities about the relationship.
2: Yeah, not Candace's, which I thought was a very interesting subversion of the trope I like that Candace was like very chill this episode we don't get enough chill Candace in my opinion and I find that chill Candace is like a a a very uh personable like fun character so seeing her in this light is always a treat for me um there were some really good jokes in this episode too from the love muffin crew um I remember specifically like the end part there where uh, uh the ICU joke I thought was really funny I laughed out loud at that um, I think I'm gonna put it in yummy, yummy, yummy.
1: Okay, hearing Navi's take makes me feel more solid with my decision to bump it up to okay. okay. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad Navi really enjoyed this episode. She hasn't enjoyed an episode like that we <laughs> are more down on in like oh minute. Like she, she's usually like kind of the Simon of the group. I feel like I'm the Paula and Will is the Randy. <laughs> Even I think Will, it's... do you agree yeah. with
0: that assessment? Um, I don't know. Well, uh, uh, Felipe has the most episodes that he has put in satellite. I also right?
1: have the most episode at the top, though. Uh, or no, Will the... does now. I, I had it yeah. for a while. Okay, maybe I'm the Simon. But I also feel like I have Paula energy.
2: Well, I only have two episodes in Queen of Mars. And I have. Navi's an the only...
1: of... Yeah, Navi's the only one of us to have an episode of Busted.
2: Mm-hmm. So maybe I am the Simon. Mm <laughs>
1: hmm are you gonna wear a v-neck next week
2: (laughs) uh yes i'll make sure to wear one especially for this podcast okay so let's move on to the who won the episode aka our mvp award so why don't we start off with picture this uh do any of you fellas know who you're gonna give this to this one i had like
1: three people in contention Mm -hmm. so i need to actually decide who the fuck i'm giving it to
2: All right, Um, Will, do you have an idea
0: yet? Um, yeah, I'm also still kind of deciding. So, so I'm thinking it could be uh, uh, Lawrence for helping them find the skateboard, it could be if Felipe seems uh, uh, I was like Lawrence by that, huh?
1: He was barely in the episode, uh,
0: it could be um, Vivian Garcia Shapiro. Mm,
1: That's a good shout. Uh,
0: inviting them all to the mexican jewish cultural festival uh i'm i'm gonna give it to vivian
1: love we that could've,
0: i could have also given it to candace for being close uh could, and could have given it to perry for for his uh work but I, I think i'm gonna give it to vivian garcia shapiro
2: okay what about you felipe have you decided
1: so my three people that i had on the list belgi because he was he had a lot, he had i think the most laughs for episode for me Mm-hmm. um with his uh uncle malik uh being on vacation with the no candy in me with him running around saying there is no candy in me um buford i had on my list because he had a teddy bear and he loves his teddy bear and i was like oh that's awesome uh and then candace also so i'm between Baljeet and candace at the end of the day um i just i guess i have to give it to Baljeet because he had me laughing the most mm-hmm. in this episode um so, yeah, I'm gonna give it to that heat here. Um, but is yeah, so... very close to getting my point.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was like, by the time the episode ended, I knew immediately who I was gonna give it to, and it was Belchie just for the, both the uh candy and me and the uh him uh, bringing his uncle um from his vacation. I thought it was a really fun moment for him. All right, so what about Nerdy Dancing? Do you guys have any? I have of- a
1: solid one already. If you mm-hmm. want, to all right, let us it. know what is it uh candace 100 she was calm she didn't care about winning. like i mean candace like always has like the interior motivation of like oh she would love to be more famous but like she wasn't as like pressed about that in this episode She was like jeremy i just wanted to dance with you i didn't care about like how we did on the show and i didn't need you to impress me she was very calm and mellow and it's like i like the side of candace and i like i like i i almost give candace the double win but balji just had me rolling so much that i felt I had to give it to him, but like Candace had a great half hour today.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you, Will?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm between, uh, so I almost want to say Jeremy because he recruited the boys to help him uh, whenever he really wanted to make Candace happy. Um, you could also argue Ferb for being such a good dancer and actually winning the contest himself. Uh you could even argue Perry the Platypus for stopping Love Muffin.
1: Uh I think I'm going to give it to Jeremy. Mhm. Oh, uh I will say when Norm popped up on the screen I was like, "Oh, there's no way Norm doesn't get my MVP in this episode." And then he hasn't. He there you MVP. have it. Norm is not on the board. That's just like, yeah. Oh, did we see a, I saw one of the simp guys in the background of the dance episode. I didn't notice I don't remember which one but yeah Navi who gets your MVP uh
2: yeah so Ferb gets my MVP award uh for his uh funky fresh moves I guess uh really fun episode for him I really like yeah yeah I I just really like the animation for his dance moves uh that's the main reason why he gets my point uh for this week all right and I think that wraps up our segments here
0: yeah, Doofenshmirtz still still in the lead with 14 points. Candace is is getting closer though with eight. Uh Ferb has jumped up into a tie for third place with six points with Stacy. Uh Perry, Isabella, and Irving all have five points. Uh Balgita's jumped up a couple spots uh with four points, now tying Carl and Vanessa. Uh Jeremy has bumped up to be tied with Planty, the potted plant, with three points. <laughs> And and Vivian Garcia Shapiro is is joining the ranks with uh, Jenny Elizabeth Meep Phineas the star, Starnosed Mole Marty the Rabbit Boy Mishti, Jerry the Platypus the Alligator Linda and Lawrence all with two points. Uh, it's anyone's it's anyone's race here. There's still several episodes left in season two.
1: Yeah, I thought Candace was going to get to the double digits today, but I was proved wrong by your picks with Jeremy and Ferb. Yeah but yeah so any final thoughts on phineas and ferb or will you want to tell us what's coming up next okay, next next time is
0: uh i was a middle-aged robot and suddenly Susie, one of our favorite characters coming back
1: we might have to reach out to naomi for a voice memo on <laughs> Susie. um is that is this like a little shop of horrors parody M- maybe Suddenly, suddenly... I don't remember
0: either of these episodes,
1: so we'll. we'll it's my, if it feels like we'll uh, it might be one of those episodes that we don't remember by title alone, but then when we we'll watch, but. Mm-hmm. How insane would it be?
2: How insane would it be if we ended up all of us giving a point to Susie next week for the MVP? Oh, no. That would be nuts.
1: I feel like Navi might do it. She's like planting the seed that she, so we have a week to prepare. <laughs> um. Yeah. But anyways should we get some plugs oh do we have a guest next week or is not uh up. not lined up okay um navi do you want to start with the plugs or should we go to will first
2: uh you can go to will first
1: william
0: uh so you can you can follow me anywhere on social media at davis comma, will um everyone and their brother is is starting to work on coming back from yadas uh robert and tj have both been moving recently but but we've got we've got some
1: things in the works. I uh, still need the ampies. Donuts.
0: Yeah, those. yeah, we we definitely will. Um, I, w- recorded a podcast. I was a guest on today. The Quickfire Queens, the Silent podcast Network's coverage of Top Chef, with uh, Naomi Calhoun and Nicole Horn, former guests of this show, and also uh, Gia Worthy. I had a very fun. Uh, it was it was great talking about this episode of Top Chef. Uh, they had a Jurassic Park theme challenge. Uh, uh, it was...
1: Y'all remember in uh, Parks and Rec uh, the, the restaurant, the dinosaur restaurant, I forget what it's called. But mm. the when you said that, I was like, I wonder if they had it. It was like a rainforest cafe, but dinosaur the mm. theme. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurassic, the Jurassic World area of Universal in LA has some good food. I will say that. Mm.
0: Yeah, um, so, so go check that out when it comes out on, on the Silent Podcast Network um pop culture plug wise i have two one of them is a song uh my favorite musical artist carly ray jepson is about to come out with a new song called western wind so go pre-save that song uh it it seems like like she is entering her folklore era so to speak yes um so i'm i'm very excited for that uh and also last week, I saw a very cool movie called Everything Everywhere All at I've Once. I've seen that movie. So yeah. good. It was so good. I've, I've seen a lot of people describe it as the best ever multiverse movie. You mean Instagram? Uh, and I and I don't think that is an exaggeration. Uh, it's really good. It's, you mean it's Instagram per-
1: describes it as that? Because that's uh, there you go. all the ads I get. Yeah. Uh, um, but
0: it's, it's, it's made, it, it's an A24 movie. It's made by uh, the Daniels brothers, who made Swiss Army Man, it's uh, starring Michelle Yeoh and uh, Kihi Kwan, Stephanie. who is is the guy from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He's <laughs> like a child star who came back from acting back into acting to do this movie. Um, Stephanie Zoo. Stephanie Zhu from Miss Maisel is on there. Uh, it's great. It's it, I, I don't want to spoil too much about the movie. Uh, but it's it's really it's it's weird as hell. It is weird <laughs> as hell. But it was it was very fun. I really enjoyed that.
1: Navi, what about you? Uh,
2: you follow me on Twitter at cause I'm Navi. Uh, for my Naruto minute, I think I mentioned this earlier. I finished the Pain Invasion arc. I have thoughts on it, but uh, I don't want to carry on too long for the both of you, since you have no mm-hmm. idea what I'm going to be talking about anyway. And now we're back to more filler episodes because uh the, the show just catches up to the source material really quick i guess um so i took a break from naruto and started watching or re-watching my hero academia which has been fun as for my pop culture plug uh severance wrapped up earlier this month such a great show on apple tv plus if you have a subscription uh definitely check it out i think it's the best show on there granted i've only watched like three shows on there but still a uh, really great show um ben stiller directs it which like you would not expect ben stiller to direct a show like this uh but it, it's really good really well done highly recommend it's scary um it's more like a like a psychological like sci-fi thriller it's okay. not like like horror horrifying or like maybe it is but it's like in a well give me nightmares way um no but i I, i'm admittedly not a great gauge on that like i can watch anything and be fine but i know a lot more people are more sensitive to that stuff so uh you you, your mileage may vary
1: yeah um anything else navi
2: um that's all
1: okay you can follow me on social media at with the fleep uh if i tweet like it will be sparingly in the next couple weeks and just chilling, enjoying pop culture on the side uh, these days. Uh, also, Brazil Dragon Pod and Dragon Babies with a Z are also homes you can follow for the content. Let's start with the Dragon Babies feed. Uh, J and AJ are uh, chugging along with Pretty Little Liars. They uh, recorded season one, episode 10 with Sarah Ferguson, which will drop, uh, which should be in your feeds by now. Um, and then season one episode 11 is coming up after that and then also alec hester and his brother lucas are doing the gravity brothers podcast the gravity falls rewatch pod spoiler free feel free to check it out over on the brazilian dragon right now we're focusing on uh total drama island with my pal autumn i watched the first of the two episodes that we're going to cover earlier today and i have to watch the second one um and yeah we're a little bit deep into that like still at the early stages so Definitely can catch up if you're planning to watch along. Um, and that's, we also have a separate feed. We want to be famous. If you could five-star that, help us out. Five-star on Apple Podcasts, all your favorite podcasts that we're involved in. Um, and leave a review, tell your friends. Um, and then in a couple of weeks, episode 100 is coming up on the Brazilian Dragon, uh, which I am stressed about, but we'll figure it out. Um, and then in terms of pop culture plugs, uh okay so i have so many first off i got to go to the paley festival for both this is us and better call saul the this Is Us episode has aired already the better call saul episode has aired by the time you're hearing this so i will be to talk freely about it but those are so much fun uh if you were a fan of those two shows maybe watch it on youtube uh promise land go check it out on hulu that's my consistent plug uh i've been watching uh insecure um halfway through season three I watched the iCarly reboot this week, uh, which, uh, like, the entire season Where she one. gets a tattoo? Yes, you watched? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were, like, watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Harper fan. Uh, Millicent, also a queen. Uh, although, uh, yeah, she's a little she's a little deceitful. Um, and then also, uh, Minx is a show that I watched that Sarah Karen and I might work on something together to do. Mm. Uh, and then lastly... Uh, if you're looking for a new podcast and you like the Brazilian Dragon, I'm gonna recommend the Disney Channel Unoriginal Podcast, D Cup. Uh, they are doing their rewatch series stylistically different than I have been, but they have good banter and I really enjoy them. And yeah, I'll just plug them because I enjoy their podcast. So that's what I've been listening to lately with a lot of pop culture happy hour also, um, the back catalog. Uh, and also, I will second Will's nomination and Na'vi's to go see everything everywhere all at once.
0: Yeah, there you go. That uh, was a lot of
1: flags from all of us today. Yeah.
0: So next, th- next time, I was a middle-aged robot and suddenly Susie. Uh, so until next time, corn dog, corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy.
2: Bye! 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 There is no
1: candy in me, there is no candy in me I am just a little boy, there is no candy in me Your mother is
2: blindfolded so she cannot see She attacked me with a the bat, there is no candy in me Nerd ain't no piñata I know, you know,
1: what you're doing today I know, you know, what you're doing Isabella Buford Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you